a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to this Tuesday episode of Live Mike. I am Lee Lonsberry, excited, raring to go. Looking forward to having uh, a conversation with you over the next two and a half hours. We're going to cover a lot of ground. We're going to be speaking later on in the hour, or later on uh, in the program with a presidential candidate. Yeah, that's right. Uh, no, 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 not Biden or Trump. No, no, no. Uh, this is a third-party candidate. Joe Jorgensen, libertarian candidate for president, will be my guest uh, later on in the program. So uh, you don't want to miss that. Uh, we'll ask her what sets her apart from the other campaigns, the other candidates. And if, you, if you'd like to sneak any questions in, I am all ears. 57500 is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Let me know what you would ask of the libertarian candidate for president. Uh, and we'll have that conversation uh, with her together. Also, side note, uh, just before speaking to her, we'll also have on the program the libertarian candidate for vice president, Joe Jorgensen's running mate, Spike Cohen. He's appearing in Salt Lake City this evening at the Utah State Capitol. We'll talk to him, uh, get a sense of what he intends to deliver in terms of an address up at the Capitol uh, this evening. But to kick things off, uh, I, I have to talk to you about air quality. Now, I, I know I, I roll my eyes to air quality. Uh, we talk about it all the time. As soon as we get out on I-15 and we see uh, that it's a little hazy out there, we say to ourselves, oh, shoot, what's the, what's the quality today? Is it safe for the kids to be out? Is it safe for us to be out? Uh, well, that's all well and good. But today uh, we're going to talk about the, uh, the, the relationship between air quality and COVID-19. All right, there are some stories floating around uh, today in Utah media and elsewhere uh, that talk at great length about some of the complications that can arise when uh, COVID-19 uh, and poor air quality uh, come in contact with one another. When they join forces, uh, how detrimental it can be to uh, your health and my health. Now, I want to, before we get into some of the comments uh, that were shared just yesterday by a pulmonologist with the University of Utah Medical Center. Before we get into uh, that doctor's comments, I want to uh, I want to put forth a, a warning of sorts, or maybe better said, I want to set the stage and present proper context. You see, as we learned yesterday, after you and I together combed through a bit of that uh, latest CDC data that talked about how only six percent of those who have passed away uh, from COVID-19 have done so strictly due to COVID-19 and the other uh, 94% uh, died of COVID-19 while also suffering from uh, certain comorbidities. Now that uh, is something that's been, uh, you know, kind of confused and misrepresented. Uh, We're going to get into uh, some more details on that. Uh, Dr. Fauci finally spoke up and uh, clarified a bit what those CDC numbers actually mean. But as we learned yesterday, As we learned yesterday, uh, the coronavirus, when paired up with almost any other disorder or negative circumstance or scenario uh, like air quality, it's going to cause problems. It's going to cause problems. And in fact, that's the case uh, with with many respiratory illnesses. In fact, if you uh, if you happen to have the, the flu 
and you come in contact with poor air quality or any of the long list of uh, comorbidities or uh, conditions which put you in a high risk scenario, uh, you're going to you're going to suffer more so than if you were otherwise healthy or otherwise in a healthy environment. You got that? Uh, So as we as we hear these stories, uh, it is very, very important to be cautious. Okay, but not afraid. Be cautious, but don't be overly afraid. Why? Well, because uh, these combinations of threats to our health are not new. All right. Now, uh, with that said, uh, let's uh, take a listen to what uh, some of this new information shared just yesterday uh, by this pulmonologist, Dr. Cheryl uh, Perosi, with the University of Utah Medical Center. Uh, she, she talked uh, at first about the effects of air pollution on the body, specifically those that have been studied to date. Mechanisms that have been studied and proposed for this. Um, so one is uh, effects of air pollution exposure on the lungs, defenses against infection, so the the cilia in the airways and macrophage activity are all um, impacted by air pollution exposure. Um, More generally, uh, the effects of air pollution exposure on the body's immune system, Um, the immune system seems to be suppressed. Um, There's more inflammation in the body with air pollution exposure, and this can lead to more severe disease. Um, There's some uh, potential that um, maybe ambient air pollutants can actually carry microorganisms um, into, into the lungs. Did you hear that last part? She said that there is a potential that certain ambient air particles can carry uh, biological elements. Translate that down to a layman speak. She says that there is the potential that the pollution in the air can transmit this virus. But potential is the key word. Potential, potential, potential. Nowhere during this address just yesterday was any evidence presented that that has actually happened. And that is one of the key things I want you to keep in mind as you hear reports about uh, combinations of factors. Much of it is based only on the potential or the theoretical. So much of what we are studying these days is really only in the theoretical state, okay? So it's not like, it's not like we have uh, identified a whole handful of cases which came about because the dirty air uh, was carrying COVID spores and uh, depositing them into our nasal cavities, all right? That, is, <laughs> that has not been observed. That has not been observed. Uh, the smart doctors, though, do uh, acknowledge that there is the potential for that. And so you are left with what? you are left with some decisions to make. Do you alter your behavior as you see the, uh, like the, the, the air pollution warnings go up? Uh, personal story, uh, a few weekends ago, remember when all that California wildfire smoke showed up here in the Salt Lake Valley, uh, concentrating pretty uh, heavily in the, on, along the Wasatch Front? Yeah, about midday from I-15, you couldn't see the mountaintops. My little baby, uh, she's like, almost 10 months old, we were, we were heading up into the, the mountains to do a little bit of camping, and we were curious, oh my gosh, is this, is this safe or, or healthy for her? Ultimately, uh, we, we, we did a little bit of scouting out. Uh, we decided we're going to drive up into the mountains. Uh, if it has cleared up sufficiently for our comfort levels, we'll uh, go on with the camping trip. And we did, and we found uh, air that was clear enough. But But what it uh, it taught me and reminded me is that I do need to maintain a certain level of vigilance. 
when it comes to to that type of stuff because there are complicating factors. Uh, and this air pollution is is one of them. But it is theoretical and it is simply a reminder that it, in combination with any disorder, can uh, lead to to some added injury. It's not just COVID. One of the one of the phenomenon that uh, that has arisen over the past number of months, uh, particularly in the media, and I, and I'm 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 guilty of this myself. We look each day for new and fresh COVID nineteen stories. Right. It is the it's the elephant in the room. It impacts almost every element of our lives right now and will do so uh, until we're able to lick this thing. Now, hopefully that's coming soon. Uh, but for the time being, uh, we, we, we must stay vigilant. And our duty here uh, in the news business and in the talk opinion business like myself, uh, we, we, we want to stay uh, in the, in the conversation. And so we look for uh, new and interesting and attention-getting uh, angles and ways to present this. And uh, sometimes uh, that may lead to uh, added fear that may not exactly be uh, appropriate. Or, better said, demands uh, added scrutiny. And this is one of those. All right, This isn't a unique threat. But it is one that exists. Uh, before we go to break, let me uh, let you hear a bit more from this pulmonologist who, again, gave a presentation just yesterday. Uh, she, Dr. Cheryl Perosi, uh, with the University of Utah, talked about uh, more about air pollution exposure uh, and both infection and, unfortunately, death. So far within this pandemic, there's been research um, already demonstrating that air pollution exposure can increase the risk for COVID-19 infection and uh, more severe disease or death due to COVID-19. So you see that again, potential is the key word there, potential. Stay vigilant, don't be afraid. Stay vigilant, don't be afraid. We're going to take a break right now. When we return, I am so looking forward to this next conversation. Uh, Debbie Dejanovic. Uh, you know her, used to work for the FBI. She's an expert uh, on these issues. There's been a series of bank robberies, and the suspect has been wearing Band-Aids on his hands. Why is that? What's the MO? We'll get word from Debbie Dejanovic next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.